This your girl Jamie. It's Erica. This Jizz on the track. And we're here with the book of the month, which was Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. This book was a guide to successful relationships by having realistic relationship goals. So first we'll start out with a disclaimer. This book was written by a pastor, a saint, but it's being reviewed by saints in progress. Gianna, you a saint in progress? I'm actually a missionary, so. <laughs> I'm actually the thieving deacon. I think you a deaconess. You a deaconess. <laughs> I like to steal. Oh. Money. Thou should not steal. Your it's ties right. are coming directly to my rent. <laughs> well, you guys heard it. And if ties going to her, offers coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got the building for <laughs> They they take up that building fund, but them doorknobs is still hanging off, <laughs> and you still got to juggle at least two times to get the t- toilet to flush. But it's all right, it's all right. We all are work in progress. So let's have some girl chat. Let's catch up. So what y'all been up to? Life has been stressful. Why? We just moved. Moving is stressful. Packing and- up my whole life and starting over again. I'm stressed. Jamie, what have you been up to? Moving too. Okay, yeah, y'all yeah, <laughs> And it's stressful. But y'all making I it I want to say some other words, but we here to review the pastor's book. My God from Zion. Ah. Well, and Gianna, what you been up to? Just life. You been dating? I have not been. For real, not But, while I'm saying this, y'all follow our podcast at BGRT Podcast. On Instagram, and we got some T-Boss. So you have to follow our page on Instagram. Is at the Elite Mall. So follow us and DM us. We gonna help you get right. But that's all I've been up to. Oh, and you wanted to mention the ad so that dudes could hit you up on BGRT podcast. No, I'm just following Jesus at this point. Okay, amen. Amen. Does this book, does this book make you want a relationship? I'm just following Jesus at this point. <laughs> so we're we going to jump right into it, y'all. So in the first chapter, he talks about taking aim. In other words, relationship goals. Do y'all have relationship goals? Of course. So going around the table, um, what's like one couple that you would say is relationship goals? I like Kadeen and DeVal. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love yeah, them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I would say, since you've taken that one, Will Smith and Jada. I think, yeah, that's a good one for me, too. Mo- but from looking at Instagram, it can make you have unrealistic relationship goals. Do y'all have a list? So, in the book, Michael Todd talks about ripping up your list. Do you have a list? For him, he talks about... um Having a list is superficial because it may not reflect what we need, but what we want. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, I don't have a list. I have some things in mind that I, I wouldn't compromise on, but I don't necessarily have a list. 
Tell me three things that y'all will not compromise on. I don't do short men because I'm abnormally tall. I don't do cheaters or people that like open relationships. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I don't do men who thinks the woman should be the breadwinner. For me, I would say um, financial stability. Like you got to be financially stable or you have to be working towards it. Loyalty. And then just maturity. Like you know how to communicate and say what you want. Like I don't want to sit here and be guessing. Like I'm not going to guess. If you can't come out your mouth and tell me, then there's nothing. You don't think you could teach him how to communicate? It's like you got to have some type of like um, foundation. You can't be an infant. Like maybe. Uh, but what if he has an open heart and is willing to learn? But, like, well, how am I going to get that open heart and know what you're learning if, like, I don't even know what we are, where we're going? Like, you can't even tell me what our status is, so you yeah. can keep that open heart to yourself. Oh, that kind of communication? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I you're think right. it needs to be, uh, yeah, when you talk about that kind of communication, I don't think that can be taught. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like if a man, you know, if he wants you, he's going to be very clear. Yeah. So. What's your three, Gianna? I don't have three. Gianna, you always do that. You gotta come up with three. You have some standards out here. Okay, things I won't tolerate. I won't tolerate anyone that does not have goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't tolerate anyone that's not like God fearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't mean you have to be churchy, but you just have to have your own relationship with God because I just feel like overall we just w- we wouldn't mesh. And then I would say. And then I guess this is bad, but me personally, I wouldn't want you to have kids. It's not bad. Everybody has their own standards and what they want, what they don't want. Yeah. So I think that would be for me. So are there anything, like he says, ripping up the list and having realistic things? Are there mm-hmm. any, like anything that y'all would say that maybe you want, but it's not something that you need in a man that you might be willing to sacrifice? I think there's a difference between... A list of criteria for what you want when you're like out dating and then there's a difference between lowering your standards Mm -hmm. so like a lot of the things I talk about is like you have to have a job you need to have a car these are things that I would expect of someone that wants to be in a relationship wants to work towards marriage these Mm -hmm. are like things you should already have in place before you pursue a woman, I would think. Just for yourself, not for me, for yourself. Those are the basics. Yeah, but then there's things that I just want, like (laughs) a height requirement or not having kids. Is like, that's something that I want, Mm -hmm. but you can't say that a man that's already a father couldn't be a good husband. Yeah, that's so true. But that's something that I want, and it's currently on my list. I don't know if it's because of my age Or if, you know, in five years, I'm still going to have the same thought process. But for me, I mean, I could rip up that list, but is it too soon? Me personally, I don't have a list. Okay. I thought about having one, but I don't know. I I think you should. Because I've heard, like, if you don't have a list and you don't know what you want, then you'll just take anything. But I haven't mentally, like, I have some things that I want, but I try to be realistic. Like, I try to think, like... I can't expect anyone to bring something to the table that I can't. Yeah. Like, if you're not financially stable, you can't expect someone else yeah. to be financially stable. So, or you can't expect him to buy you Birkin bags and you can't buy your own Birkin bags. Come I'm on, just somebody. I'm just, and that's true. I'm just saying, there's a lot of females out here that are looking for 
a dude with buku money and they stay with their mama. Yeah. Uh, right. In other words, like a come up. Yeah. Like he can't save you. You need to save yourself. Yeah. But why do you think you would be attractive to him? Yeah. Like if a man comes along and he making way more money than me, then okay. You know, that's good. Buy me a Birkin. Okay. But that's not what I'm just out here looking for and mm-hmm. expecting. Like if you can't buy me a Birkin, okay, can you just take me out to dinner at least? Yeah. Can you buy me some flowers? Yeah. I just think overall you need to be realistic. Like where yeah. you are, if you can't bring something to the table and you can't do it for yourself, you can't expect for nobody else to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't expect that of you, it's like be able to do it for yourself. Yeah. Like respect yourself enough to want to be able to do it for yourself, not just go out here seeking someone to save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not attractive to me. Yeah, you took it out of my mouth. I was going to say that's probably not attractive to a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of leads us into the next subject of being single and learning about yourself. Like he talks about um, being single and it just being one of the best periods of your life because you learn things about yourself which are good things, bad things. And he said like it's the only time in your life where it's just you. You don't have to worry about a husband. You don't have to worry about kids. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking at being single as a bad thing, like, oh, I'm single, I'm lonely, look at it as a good thing. Like, okay, this is a good time in my life to just stop and learn things. Yeah, but that's I think that's easier said than done. Yeah. Because there's moments where you get lonely. But I, I do think it's important to enjoy being single. And, you know, it's so many things you can't accomplish. You know, maybe that's just a time where God just wants you to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe the things that you learn and the skills, you, you know, you end up being equipped with. Maybe, you know, that could lead you to your husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just never know. But, yeah, I do think it's important to, like, take time and really enjoy being single and focus on yourself i think it's dangerous to go into a marriage or even a relationship thinking that once you're in that relationship you'll never be lonely Mm -hmm. because people in relationships and marriages have times where they feel lonely so if you can't figure out how to entertain yourself as a single person and you think this man is going to come in and save you from all your lonely nights that's going to be a problem like in the relationship and I feel like you're going to have some sort of attachment Mm -hmm. because you think that he's always supposed to be there for you in your lonely moments be there for yourself yeah have talks with God don't think this man is going to come in and save you yeah Yeah. but also like don't think that if you get in a relationship it's just going to fix everything yeah like your time being single you just learn like you learn what ticks you off Mm-hmm. Or you learn, like, if I get mad, this is what I need to do to calm down. So, like, when you are in a relationship and you get into an argument, you're like, okay, I've learned this about myself. I need to do this or whatever. So, our argument doesn't blow up. Like, you learn self-control. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And learn to enjoy being single because, to be honest, if you talk to a married person, they will probably say that there are some things that they envy about single people. Mm-hmm. Figure out what those things are and enjoy them while you're single so when you go into marriage you're ready for it and you don't feel like you're just giving up yourself or giving up the life that you used to have and like married life isn't going to be better for you yeah i think it's important to not lose your identity you know still know who you are and i think that's attractive if you like you're doing your own thing you're not always dependent on him you're not clingy like you know you can you can be attached but like let it be healthy you have your friends he has his friends you create that balance 
And I think that overall, like, creates, like, a healthy relationship. So, yeah, I definitely would say don't lose, like, who you are. And I kind of want a man who knows that I don't need him, but I want him so Mm -hmm. he should feel special. Not like he can treat me any type of way because I needed him when we first got together, and I always will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, being single, you're able to take time to yourself and with God to, like, find your purpose. So, like, when you do start dating, you know your purpose. And then, like, if you meet a guy that gets you away from your purpose or, like, isn't able to help fulfill your purpose, then you don't get stuck with this guy. And then, like, you go down the line and you realize, I'm not happy. Like, I'm not fulfilling my purpose. If you already know what your purpose is before you get in a relationship, then you have those goals. You have those standards. So, you don't get into something that you regret. So I will ask you guys both this. If you don't know your purpose, do you think you should chill on dating until you discover that purpose? Because I've heard people say they haven't discovered their purpose until, you know, they're well into their 40s or 50s. How would you do that? Yeah. Like, I think while you're single, you can take time to try to find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, if you don't find it before you get, you find someone that, oh, you shouldn't be with them. But, like, try to take the time to try to talk to God. Mm-hmm. Research. Like, learn what you like about yourself and say, oh, okay, I like this about myself. Maybe I should do this. Maybe mm-hmm. this is what I want to do with my life. But if a good guy comes along and he makes you happy and things are working out, you shouldn't be like, oh, I don't have my purpose. I can't mm-hmm. get in this relationship. Yeah, that's true. I feel like there's a chance that you'll end up resenting the person you get in a relationship with if they know their purpose. Mm-hmm. So they'll be living out their purpose and being happy in other things beside the marriage because the marriage isn't going to be absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you're going to resent him because he's going to be busy living out his purpose and you don't know yours and you feel neglected because you don't have anything that you're devoted to but the marriage. So you feel like you should know your purpose first? uh, If you don't know your purpose, I think you should date somebody who maybe is in the same stage of life as you. Mm -hmm. Because if you know somebody that knows their purpose is living out their purpose, and then you think they're going to scale that back just to be 100% devoted to the marriage... Or you maybe, end up resenting them. Or maybe that person may very well help you discover your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I... I get what you're saying, but I guess it's like, you know, it's very rare that you may have someone that may get your purpose. Maybe you're in your purpose. Maybe you're walking in your purpose and you just haven't identified it. And maybe they can be the person to identify it. And you're like, okay, cool. But yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. You will end up resenting them. And, you know, it's not fair for them to have to sacrifice, you know, their purpose just because you don't know yours. So I would ask you guys. Do you guys think you guys discovered your purpose or do you think you're close to discovering it? Um, I know that right now where I am is not my purpose. Mm-hmm. So I have discovered that, but I have not discovered exactly what my purpose is. So like I'm single. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking this time to like I sit and research. I think I read like we're reading together. Talk to my girlfriends, like learn about myself so I can try to find my purpose. While I am actively dating, I am trying to find my purpose at the same time. But yeah, I don't think I've actually found it. Found it. I just know where I am right now isn't what God is not everything God has for me. I know there's more. Yeah. I just haven't discovered what that more is yet. That's yeah, cool. I agree. I think I'm kind of discovering things I'm good at that may be my purpose, but I don't think I'm walking in my purpose yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that I'm taking steps towards 
learning what my purpose is so that I can live in it. Yeah, that's good. So, speaking of, like, relationship goals and stuff like that, he talks about basically not being intimate until you're married. So, my question would be, could you wait? To marriage for sex? Yes. What's your answer, sis? I could. (laughs) You can? I think I could. It depends on, it couldn't be no drawn out engagement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we could do we could do like a year but it couldn't be drawn out but what y'all think i personally think that i'm at a point in my life where i could wait mm-hmm. but i am very aware that it will be hard but when you talk about waiting do you actually assess that he got the right equipment before or are we waiting for everything looks feelings everything you know when i think about that i think about and I know this is church. Amen. But I think about if y'all kissing and then something something triggered, I ain't going to get into it, but something triggered within him. And you just politely just, <laughs> well, just touch book, it a little bit. But that may give you an idea of what you're working with. Well, in the book, he said there should you shouldn't have any heavy kissing. So he said that worked for some couples. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, if you pursuing me and you want to wait, we heavy kissing because that's the least you can do for me. But that heavy kiss, I just need a little glance. Well, I would say, yeah, because it got you got to know, like rock steady. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but uh, maybe it's more safer if you're on the couch. Cause if you vertical in, position, he said, if, "Don't be horizontal." Cause be if you vertical. if you in that room, ain't no movie gonna stop what y'all gonna do. So I, you know, just have friends over, but just the friends over. Let's and be you can clear. See let's be equipment. clear. Let's be clear. Friends over, so you won't get distracted. Cause I don't want oh, people okay. to think you're y'all a swinger. Just have kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Gianna got going on? We're not talking. About, <laughs> we're not talking about that, guys. We're just. Have friends over to distract you. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to have to give me that heavy kiss and you ain't give me nothing else. But then what does that lead to? We vertical nothing. So has it worked can have it vertical. What you mean? Honey, I'm trying to tell <laughs> you. We just, just building soul ties. Have, have that worked for you? No, because I ain't never dated a dude that wanted to wait. But I, I would be intrigued. I don't yeah. think I could do the heavy, but <laughs> so he talks about like rules and dating, like you said, the no horizontal time, like having a curfew, mm-hmm. no movies with sex scenes. Like, do y'all think y'all could do that? Yeah, I'm watching Wild and Out, <laughs> and we're watching um Sesame Street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you got to go home at nine. The curfew gets me. I like staying up late, just watching TV. What you do up late? Watching TV. Okay. You better be watching makeup tutorials. <laughs> Y'all ain't been watching makeup tutorials. And he just like, mm-mm-mm. But quality time, I'm here. Yeah, that's me. I like quality time, so I don't want you to leave. So we have a curfew. Now you got to leave me, and I'm sad. Well, listen to BGRT podcast. <laughs> yeah, listen to it. But no, I'm saying I one of my love languages is quality time, too. But I know me personally. After a certain amount of hours, I'm not thinking about TV. <laughs> so it's best at that time. It's, it's best that you it's leave. Time him to go. Yep, yep. I'm actually unlocking the door and opening it. 
and then closing it behind you because don't don't kiss me bye <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna do that for a year or two i will we're gonna have to meet in the daytime or something <laughs> we are going to be experts at brunch because <laughs> we can't do dinner in a movie <laughs> So the theater is packed. Yeah, and you need to be, you need to either be in row B or A, which is at the front. Because if you go up to the top, <laughs> y'all ain't kids. No, because B or A, the top, they be kind of empty. You need to be at the top. No, stuff happen at the top. You Honey, might, stuff happen at the top. The yeah, that way when people walk by and see that heavy kiss and they're going to say, ugh. And it'll make you stop and get back to the movie. But if but you go to the top, further. if you go to the top, you go to the top, and the movie came out a couple months ago. <laughs> you gonna have to um just start that relationship over. Yeah. So this is the part where you see we are saints in progress. Mm -hmm. We working on it. So we open to the way for sex, but it's gonna be We're a just struggle. Millennial. I'm actually gonna do it. You gonna do it? How many men are actually going to agree to it? The right one. Yeah, true. You're right. I'm playing. I, I probably wouldn't do it. And again, as Erica said, you know, I'm going to say in progress. Um, because I'm going to need to know before I put my name on the, the piece of paper. <laughs> I just what I'm know. working with. That's you know, just a, just a little glimpse. That's it. I don't ask for much. Because if it ain't right, the ink ain't dry. And we're getting an annulment. So, okay, okay so y'all been together for two years. Uh -huh. Everything's good. Mm -hmm. You about to walk down the aisle. Mm -hmm. You think if y'all finally are intimate, you're going to be like, this ain't it, and you done? Because of the equipment? Yeah. You're going to be upset. Maybe you Unless might like you his little flow, you know? <laughs> I want to say this before going further. I like y'all lingo. <laughs> The little flow and the equipment. All I'm saying is, if the equipment ain't right, the flow got to always switch up. And if the flow don't switch up, I'm going to start looking for other flows and other equipment. And I don't do that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's only so many flows the wrong equipment can have. <laughs> what about you, Erica? You accept the flow? Yeah. I feel like I could. Like, if I love you that much and we're in love, like, it's just, like, the intimacy. Like, I'm more into, like, just being intimate, like, the kissing and all that stuff. So, you think about that. I think, think I deep, Think deep and hard about it. When, like, you're just, like, tired emotionally at that point. I think you That's can. most of it. But... I hope y'all some great communicators because them problems not going to work themselves out so, any other way. So, as y'all can see, she's the better saint. She's the better uh, saint. But I, I've never done it. So, I can't say from experience. But thank you right now. I think I could. Oh. Mm -mm. No, maybe. <laughs> I think a person with the wrong equipment has a better chance with a woman who has saved themselves that don't know no better. Mm. You know, it's some things in your past that you're going to start thinking about. Well, I don't have a past. Oh, so, wow. So, speaking of past, um, what's three biggest fears about relationships that you guys have? Like, when I'm in a relationship, these are things yeah. I'm scared that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I would say I would be afraid of, one, infidelity. Mm -hmm. 
like the chance of getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a third one right now. Hey, y'all go around. Let me come back with my third one. She I would say infidelity is a fear of mine. Um, also, a man not finding you attractive anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Um, and then I'm real big on money, so a fear of mine is like <laughs> my husband being a breadwinner and then he loses his job. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of stressful situation like that happening, we not being prepared for it. But I think that's like a good fear. That way we're always prepared mm-hmm. financially. But yeah. yeah, that's a fear, Mom. Yeah. Okay, I can think of my third one now. My husband passing away. Mm-hmm. Like oh. I've done all this, been single all this time, finding yeah. a man that God has for me. Yeah. And then he passes away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be awful. Do you think you would be a widow forever? Like, right now, just from experience, I would say no. I don't want to be, like, lonely for the rest of my life. Like, if it happens, then I think that would be some type of lesson that God is trying to teach me. hmm But, oh, I can't even imagine it. I would say if it was the other way around and I married a man, say, by the time I'm 30 and then I'm the one that passes, I don't want him to stay stuck in that yeah. sunken place for the rest of his life mm-hmm. so i want him to move on so i think i would force yeah. myself to move on if anything yeah well a fear that i've had is uh losing someone i look at like um they they weren't married but like nipsey hustle and lauren london mm-hmm. i don't know how i could deal with that yeah. mm-hmm. um especially and in the public eye yeah in the public eye you guys have a kid together and then it's just like like when do you move on? Mm-hmm. No time is gonna be the right time because people are gonna judge you. Of course, infidelity would be a fear, and I would say if we're not financially stable. Like at one point we were, and then something happens and we're not. Yeah. And of course, divorce. Like I want to get married once, so mm-hmm. you know my fear would be like one day him waking up saying I'm not happy, and then we're divorced. Do y'all think that's inevitable? That there's gonna be. A day where your husband's like, I'm not happy in this. Whether or not he's considering leaving, just do you think that it's always going to be a time where people fall out of love in marriage? Um, I think maybe in Five Love Language we, we read maybe, he said like you're not always just going to feel in love. Mm-hmm. So it's going to gonna be times where it's a struggle. Like marriage is not easy. So it's going to be times where you're like, I don't know if I want this or I don't know if I can do this. But that's why you have to have a good foundation. You have to have good communication so your husband feels comfortable enough to talk to you about that concern and not just say, oh, I feel this way. Let me go try to find happiness somewhere else. And also having good, like a good um, relationship with a pastor or some type of older couple, someone mm-hmm. where they, like your husband, if he's having this problem, he knows, oh, I know this man who's married and has been married this long. I can go talk to him about this. Just having people where you know, oh, we have problems. I have someone I can go talk to going to be times where you're like, I don't know if I could do this, but you just got to have that foundation and communication to be able to get through it. Yeah. And I think that's just in relationships in general. Like yeah. people think you're going to always get along and you're not, but yeah, I think it's important to find like a married couple and kind of like, you know, talk to them because sometimes you could talk to like people that don't know nothing about relationships mm-hmm. and then it make your relationship worse and stuff like that so yeah i think it's important to probably find someone that you can trust 
What about you, Jamie? I think there is always going to be a time where you fall out of love or at least don't have love as strong as the day you get married. Mm-hmm. You know, but even during those times, reaffirming your spouse that you're in it for the long haul, mm-hmm. I think is important. So I say this now that I'm not married, I'm not in a stressful situation in a relationship, but I just want to make sure that if that day ever comes for me, I'm very vocal about the way I feel mm-hmm. and um, just make sure you constantly uplift him. Even if he's not your favorite person in the world, you know, make him feel secure. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I would want in return. So yeah, that's important. So moving along, he talks about like intentional dating. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? I think we should start off first by saying what intentional dating is. Mm-hmm. So dating with an intent, like you're dating with an intent to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what your goal is, you know what you're willing to accept, what you're looking for, so you don't get into a situation that ends up being toxic. Yeah, but I do think intentional dating is important. I don't want a friends with benefits. I want a husband. So like when I'm dating and I'm talking to guys, I let them know from the beginning. Like I want to know what you want and I let you know what I want so we can know where we're going from here. Because if you say, oh, I just want a friends with benefits, then okay, we're done. There's no intent here and I have no purpose here. Yeah. It's sad that sometimes women have to take the initiative because a guy, I feel like if you aren't clear with him, he'll just go along with whatever mm-hmm. that happens. And sometimes they'll say, let's just go with the flow. But I think if you're like direct and you say like, you know, I'm not interested in being friends with benefits. And, you know, I'm interested in marriage. They may weave out some of the bad ones mm-hmm. real quick. And so now, you know, you're not heartbroken. So I just think it's very important to communicate that heads on. I feel like understanding what intentional dating is comes with age almost mm-hmm. because when you're like 20 21 in college that's not the biggest thing on your mind when like a dude expresses interest in you mm-hmm. but now at my age is like you can tell when a man is intentionally trying to court you so that y'all have something for the long run, not just a fling, you can tell the difference between a man that wants a fling and a man that wants to date you, to get to know you, to possibly make you his wife. And so for me, I'm at a point where I prefer intentional dating. I'm not really open to friends. I'm not even going to say really. I'm not open at all to friends with benefits because that doesn't serve me or the direction in life that I want to go. Mm-hmm. Take me on dates, plan dates, ask me questions to get to know me and my family and ask me the goals that I have in life. Those are the things that I'm looking for now versus just what you doing, where you at, blah, blah, blah. Can I come over? No, plan something. I'll meet you there. (laughs) You can't come over. No, you can't. In other words, we should be clear, right? Yeah. Should be clear. And don't be afraid. Like, if if you being clear turns him off, then by all means, he wasn't meant for you, sis. He wasn't. You cannot date in fear of losing that man because mm-hmm. he's going to pick up on those signals and he's going to use and abuse you mm-hmm. and then move on to a woman who knows what they want. That's so, true. don't be scared if you say, I'm not looking for friends with benefits. I want to date and I have a goal of marrying. And that's not what he wants. Boo-hoo, cry for 24 hours and move on. 
What do what? Boo hoo, cry, 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 cry mm-hmm. and move on because you'll save yourself a lot of heartbreak. You will. That goes into a, another chapter in the book where he talks about just knowing when to end things and knowing mm-hmm. when it's good to break off a relationship. Like if the relationship isn't serving you, if it gets in the um, way of your relationship with God, if it gets in the way of your purpose, just knowing like, okay, this isn't going to work. And just knowing like you both can be great people, but you're just not great people for each other. Maybe mm-hmm. just at that time or just period. So like it doesn't have to be crazy and drama. You both can just say, hey, this isn't working and we can move on. Because in dating, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's easier for you to do if you are happy single. So if you're happy, single, and you try to date in life and it's worse than the happiness you had by yourself, then you're fine with going back to that. But if you feel like being single is something you're running from Mm -hmm. and you get in a relationship, in my mind, you're more likely to stay because just being in a relationship is better than all the lonely nights and just bad days you had by yourself being single. So Mm -hmm. learn to love yourself being single and that way you can date properly and know when things are right and wrong. So, so y'all, would y'all consider yourselves happy singles? I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent happy single, no. like because I said I'm dating, and of course, like right now, if I could be in a relationship, I think I would be happier. But I also think that right now I'm working on myself to learn how to be happy single. Um, yeah, because like I don't want to rush into a relationship right now. I still am taking time to learn myself. Like, I've been talking to a therapist and reading these self-help books and just listening to other podcasts just to learn more about myself and learn, like, okay, what makes Erica happy? What makes Erica unhappy? So whenever a relationship does come along, I'm ready. I don't want to get into a relationship and just ruin it just because I'm not happy with myself. I would say for me, am I happy single? I would say I'm a lot more happy as a single now than I was even a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like a lot more secure in myself, I guess. And I'm open to dating, but I'm not anxious to date. So it's like if I come across a man that I find interested, I'm going to put effort into dating. But I'm not devastated if it doesn't work out after a couple weeks, a couple months, you know? And I'm not willing to just accept anything thinking, oh, this might be the last chance I get. No, you know, going back to single is fine. I've been single for a while. I love myself. I have great friends and family around me. And I'm just happy dating, but I'm fine with being single. What about you, sis? <laughs> you have, are you happy single? I'm not. <laughs> What's up, sis? I'm not, but it's a, um. I work on it daily. Yeah, I, I keep myself busy. I know that I am happier single than I would be miserable dating someone that's not right for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, once I can pinpoint that this ain't going to work for the next 10, 20 years, I'm like, what's the point? I can spend my money on myself. That's true. I can watch movies with my sister, Gianna, instead of being upset all the time. Yeah, I watch movies all day. Okay. And I'll come over if I'm ever that devastated before I let a man beat on me. Oh, no. Honey, you raise your hand at me. We but, but 
women do think yeah, that's a true. relationship is like that. It's better than being single, and it's because no. they're unhappy with themselves. So yeah. that was an extreme example, but I'm but just yeah, it was needed. So mm-hmm. well, so the end of this book talks about marriage, which we aren't going to get much into because none of us are married, mm-hmm. as you already know. But it definitely was some key points in there. So he talks about like you have your marriage, like he was saying, like it's fifty fifty. You think like fifty you, fifty of the guy, but it's not really. It's a hundred percent you, a hundred percent the guy, and yes. then also a hundred percent God as well. That's deep. My yeah. God, that's deep. Dun 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 dun. Right there, you gotta preach. God, that's deep. Yes, I think that's one of the like the biggest points that I got from that. Um, chapter and just knowing that marriage is going to be work it's not going to be easy in other words like teddy pendergrass said it's so good loving somebody and somebody love you back ha ha (laughs) and that's a fact (laughs) so do y'all recommend this book i I definitely do recommend it i more so recommend it to um couples that are either engaged or working towards engagement Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's good for singles because it, like, especially people maybe that are unhappy single, just like reading the chapter about um, just being happy with yourself while you're single helps you. It just like helps you learn like, okay, this is what I need to focus on. I don't need to be focusing on dating. I need to be focusing on my purpose and being happy. So I think it's, it's good for people that are married because mm-hmm. you learn how to build a stronger marriage. It's good for being single because not only does it help you with relationships of like a spouse, it also can help you with other relationships like your family, friends, or whatever. So I recommend it. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, me as a single, I found it important mm-hmm. to read. I learned a lot from reading it. And I think it would be good for singles that think, it's either you're single or you're in a relationship. Like, there are other directions that you can go to prepare for a relationship. It's not just one or the other. So, get to know yourself, get to know God, and then the relationship will come. Yeah. So, I think um, that's some, it, it's a good book for singles to read as well. Um, and do I recommend this book? It's very religious. But me personally, I do recommend it. What about you, sis? Yeah, I recommend it. Hmm, that's good coming from Gianna. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I, I definitely recommend it. So remember to follow BGRT Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Be active on the page. Listen to the podcast available on Spotify. Woohoo! And tell your mama and your grandma and your uncles and stuff to follow us as well. And your cousin and your sister and your friends and yep. your coworkers. To follow us because we're funny as On the Pastor Podcast. (laughs) We're funny. But until next time, remember Black Girls Read. Read, Read, sis.